Welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker. Uh, this is the first music therapy episode of 2021. Um, the things that have changed is I'm now sitting in a chair instead of on the floor. Um, besides that, everything else is basically the same. I'm excited to be back. I took a little time off for the holidays and all the craziness of the world and election and I don't know, just needed a break a little bit. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. We're going to have um, Claude on, Chicago artist in just a moment. Uh, let me just do a quick introduction. I'm a little rusty. I haven't done this for a few weeks. So music therapy is a show I started at the beginning of the pandemic to kind of create a space to talk to musicians, um, to use my experience as a therapist and a musician to have some conversations, maybe offer some mental health support, but also talk to musicians about questions that I have personally been interested in for a long time, like music career stuff and creativity and writing and um, touring and all kinds of things that people experience and are interested in when they're um, being creative with you know their music and trying to do something with it um, and so I'm really excited to talk to to Claudia today I'll go ahead and uh, let me ask Claudia on hi how are you uh, I'm all right how are you I'm good thank you for being on the show of course thanks for having me so I didn't even attempt to roll the R in your last name. Can you pronounce your full name for me? Um, yeah, so it's, uh, if you really want to say it, if you really want to pronounce it correctly, it's Ferme Hiralt. Okay, so there it is. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, cut and paste but that and post. Fine, that's what I'm used to. <laughs> okay. Um, well, how are you doing? Um, I'm okay. Uh, you know, just taking it day by day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's weird. I feel like around this time, I mean, obviously added on the fact that like, we're in a pandemic and, uh, the state of things is very unsure and uncertain. Um, but I feel like around this time, I always get into a funk, um, like around February for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. The past, like, the past few weeks have just felt kind of, yeah. Totally. <laughs> just... I, I can really, I mean, personally, I, yeah, have been kind of withdrawn lately because of similar feelings. I agree. February is often hard, but a lot of my clients are, my therapy clients are also saying, you know, the same thing. It's just been a blah past few weeks. So it's a collective, somewhat collective experience, but. So weird. It must be something about like, I mean, obviously the weather and just like not getting enough sunlight probably and like even less than we're used to and it just kind of accumulates in February. I don't know. It's weird. Totally. So, uh, oh, you got a comment. Loved your audio tree session. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so why do you think, I mean, this February, I think, is particularly restricted. You know, maybe we could at least go out and get a coffee or something. Other February's passed, but this one is particularly tough. But in the past, do you try to do something in February to get yourself out of the funk, or do you just try to roll with it and see it through? How do you cope? I usually just roll with it. Um, yeah, I'm not the type of person that likes to force my way out of um the way that i'm feeling <laughs> um 
yeah, I unfortunately love to sulk. So like, yeah, I <laughs> like riding, riding my You lean into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, what does a normal week for you look like these days? Um, so I still, I've had this part-time job. I do um, admin work for this music education outreach program called Sistema Ravinia, based out of Ravinia Festival. Uh-huh. Um, been able to keep everything going through Zoom. Um, like before it was an after-school orchestra program, um, but now we've kind of, yeah, we've like obviously shifted a lot. So now the students have like private lessons through Zoom and group lessons. Um, and yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, because I'm in this funk, I've been watching a lot of uh, movies and TV shows. Yeah. Um, what are you watching? Um, I just, oh my God, I watched it in two days. I feel so awful. <laughs> um, but I just finished The Undoing that HBO show. Um, I haven't seen that. What is it about? Um, Nicole Kidman's in it and Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah. And it's um, this mother at the school that, like, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, they're a couple that their kid goes to school at. She's found uh, murder, like, brutally murdered. And so it, like, oh, you know, there's like a ton of twists and like the show keeps pulling your leg about who did it and um yeah so it's like about the trial um surrounding the murder of this parent it sounds like it was uh it succeeded in distracting you for a while oh yeah <laughs> but i like gobbled it up and... that's crazy <laughs> what else are you gonna do it's six episodes. It was so short. Um, you don't need yeah, to. <laughs> you don't need to make excuses for binging some TV right now. And then I just watched before this with my roommate um, the New York Times episode about Britney Spears. The it's like, called like oh what is it called like defamation or something like something like freeing Britney Spears or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you recommend that? Yes, it was, it was very good. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. She's under a, is it a conserve, conservatorship? Under her that's right. Yeah. Oh my God. It, and it's also, it's really, it's so brutal to me. Like even I've, I watched that documentary on Amy Winehouse a few years back when it came out and like, just seeing how first of all how the media like photographers and paparazzi especially but like the media just like break these women down and it's usually women and then they like portray them as crazy and then there's always like a family member it's usually the dad even in amy winehouse's case like the dad was like exploiting her Ugh, it's just Isn't yeah taylor swift has doesn't she have parents who are very like involved in her career i'm not a big taylor swift yeah I mean, we'll, we'll say that it's true it's true but I know, um, i heard that she like doesn't have rights to like her past music 
like she like lost the rights to her music or something like that yeah which I is think like that's <sighs> just yeah it's Jessica bonkers. Simpson another oh. one um well okay let's see where do, where do we start so okay i wanted to i wanted to ask about your week obviously like or a, a typical week just to give a sense of like what life is looking for you these days and you know it's for any future listener right now it's the middle of february it's a it's a big cold snap in chicago a big long cold snap we're all stuck at home um so I know that, you know, this month may look different for you than other months have during all of this, but are you, you know, you're watching TV, you're like, we all are, like everybody is, um, as we should be. And how are you, by the way, I didn't even ask you how, how you're doing. I'm good. I was not good a few weeks. I mean, I was relatively not good a few weeks ago. I was feeling really down. Um, but, but honestly, I think, you know, something like scheduling this helps me. Cause I have to look forward to, and there's something on the calendar and I get ready for it. And so like, you know, yeah. and, and, and being lucky enough to continue working doing that during this keeps me going with the schedule and routine. So I'm doing well overall. Do um, you do your like therapy? Do you do it all over zoom now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That at first it was kind of weird, but it's actually transitioned really well. Um, I hope to continue doing it even past the pandemic, at least partly that way, but yeah, so that's been good, and as you might imagine, it's been actually pretty busy. A lot of people are looking for counselors right now. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, or you I can't. You can um, imagine, I, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, people are processing a lot right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so given that, you know, this may be a particularly dark time in some ways, um, you know, what is, are you... Are you doing anything else? Are you feeling creative? I definitely want to talk about your EP, which is coming out on Friday, but what is, you know, is there any other way that you're filling your time right now or, or is that pretty much it for the moment? Uh, I've gone in waves. So like at the beginning of the pandemic, I like wrote a few songs and was like feeling somewhat productive. Mm -hmm. And then the, few months after that took a turn and then um towards the end of last year like september october i started taking guitar lessons over zoom uh-huh um, and yeah i was feeling like really productive musically like i would practice every day like i would read a little bit every day um and then yeah like i said at the beginning of this year like starting january i think I was like so excited for, you know, the new year. I mean, I didn't have that many hopes, but I was like, you know, it's a new year, like yeah. fresh start. And then the yeah. insurrection, I was like, nothing <laughs> <laughs> at the Capitol happened. And I was like, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing <laughs> It's just That was like the longest first week of a new year ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now I'm like back to the not being very, creative or productive at all see and, I, and i'm the same way i like i work best under pressure uh -huh. so like it's it's weird for me i know i shouldn't look at it this way but i'm like i don't have any shows to practice well i did have like 
that's why I, with the audio tree session, like I had reason to practice. Um, but yeah, not having anything to like practice for or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, we're just all kind of in limbo, but, and it just doesn't feel inspiring at all. Like this time doesn't feel inspiring. No. And, yeah. I mean, that's what, that's exactly why I like to have these conversations with people. I mean, uh, I, you know, my hope is that other artists who are also, you know, maybe listening to these conversations will feel like it's okay. It's okay. This is everybody's going through this and feeling either a drought or just watching on TV or that that's, I don't know, that that's fine. And that's how, you know, so many people are feeling right now. It's true. I mean, yeah. we're um, literally processing like trauma, like we're all going through a traumatic event right in now. real time. Yeah. Um, I do, I, you know, and I invite you to join it. It's very casual, but I'm part of a songwriter club. We meet like once a month oh, uh, that's cool. and we just bring a new song and show it to the group and give feedback to each other. And it, it, it's been really nice to like have a deadline oh, and people see, that are going to listen to it. Yeah. I never show my songs to anyone really uh -huh. <laughs> before. I had to like, well, I guess when I bring them to my band to like add parts to the songs, like, I guess I show them in that way. But like, yeah, that would be really helpful to have like a safe, comfortable space where I totally can, like, it's yeah. I'm, I think it's called like Chicago song. I forget what we call it. Chicago songwriter club. Anyway, it's on Facebook. It's a group. So songwriting club. We just call it songwriting club. Um, yeah, so anybody who's interested about that, definitely join us. Um, and we just did a Beach Boys. Well, no, part of the people in the club did a Beach Boys comp, too. Um, so that was fun to have something like that organized. But, okay, so that actually leads me to your, to, to a question for you, which is, you know, you're talking about feeling ready to show a song and release it. And so you have this new EP coming out, but some of these songs, at least I've seen, have been out before in different form. Is that right? Yeah, um, I feel like I'm kind of cheating in a way because I already, so I released these songs, well I wrote them like, I don't know, like four years ago, and I released them three years ago. Um, I had a friend from college who was starting a label and um, he liked my stuff and he was like, oh why don't you like release something through my label and I had these six songs. Um, that I like really, really hastily put together. I didn't have a band. So I was like, I recorded the vocals, the keys parts and the guitar parts on like garage band. Uh -huh. And after, um, when I decided to release the uh, EP through his label, I like asked my dad to add bass parts to it. And then like he, so he's a tech guy in a high school and they have a recording studio at the high school he works at uh -huh. and he asked the friend of the engineer of the studio at the high school he works at to add drum parts so it was like completely backwards um like not the way that you're supposed to put together or like record songs at all um and then two years ago um, so I have an album too, that's like almost done, uh -huh. but at two, I went in and recorded that, like the songs for that album. 
and Michael, who plays bass in my band and also like engineers and produces uh, my stuff, was like, oh, why don't you re-record the songs from the EP also? And originally I was going to release, you know, those songs onto the album. Uh-huh. But like, I might as well just release the EP again because those songs, like, they just, I don't know. I feel like it's a super cohesive project. Yeah. And yeah, so I lost... The, my train of thought but anyway yeah so I decided to release um those songs again and I was supposed to release them last year but things kept getting pushed back because of you know it just you know it wasn't really a good time to so you've been sitting on these recordings for a long time yeah um they were done in May of last year I think around that time um and then I also like I was gonna use all of the, like, I was gonna use the photo that I had on the old EP cover, but then I decided to, like, you know, revamp all of the, like, redo all of the visuals for it. So then, like, that pushed things back also. And, yeah, but here we are. It's coming out on Friday. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, you know, I felt like, I felt like you... I was reading that maybe you felt a little bit embarrassed by it that you know you had put them out in a different form before but i actually think that that's really that's really interesting to me in the sense that you know first of all you made this kind of patchwork thing that you still made it happen with the first batch um would <laughs> it would have been easy maybe to just not do it you know but you, yeah. you made it and you you finished the thing but the idea of, I think, somebody who's making a piece of music or whatever art, like how do you, the idea of sort of reworking something or when do you feel like it's good enough to let go or when do you bring it back and, and try to do it over again and improve on it, I think is actually really interesting. It feels like, I mean, I, I did listen to the difference between the songs and I can, you know, the first version sound good, but definitely hear the fullness. I think there's more drums on. I'm thinking of a um what's the song yeah there are a lot more. yeah drums um uh, it just like i had time to flesh out the arrangements basically and like yeah just add um well first of all record them in the right way yeah <laughs> um yeah i had time to like flesh out the arrangements and make the songs fully formed because i didn't feel like they were before and i wanted to do justice to these songs because they they mean a lot to me and I yeah I really liked I really like how they go together and um yeah I don't know ultimately I'm I'm happy about it it's been like a huge test of my patience because I'm like oh I just want to like I just want to release this stuff I already released yeah, them like, I bet um but I'm I'm very happy very grateful that um I even that I can release music at all right now and um that i was able to you know continue to work on them and yeah now i'm i'm super happy with with how they turned out so. you are i mean that's great i i really admire that i mean you didn't just kind of let it lay but you you pushed it through and i think that that's i i admire someone who's sort of dedicated to making sure it really feels right to them or you know, you don't want to work something forever because then you could probably fiddle forever, but it's good to hear that you... 
can never be done. Like, you can keep working on stuff <laughs> forever. Totally. Um, technically, but, so, yeah, no. So how did you, at what point, you know, this might be hard to articulate, but how did you decide, okay, I'm good with this one. I'm good with these versions. Um, I don't know. I guess I owe a lot of a lot of the reworking of the songs to Michael. Um, so just like, honestly, just getting to rework the songs with him um, and like getting his ideas about what parts would sound cool uh -huh. um, or what parts would like, what instruments would sound good on certain tracks was super helpful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you, know. you know, having been with these songs for so long, did you ever find that you had trouble hearing them since they were so familiar to you? Like the recordings or were you able to, do you feel like you could see them, hear them fresh? A little bit of both. Um, definitely while we were still finalizing the tracks, I was like, Duh. <laughs> I've been working on these songs for so long. Yeah. Um, but now when I listen to them, like, they do feel, like, they do feel more fresh than, yeah. They, yeah, they do feel fresh now. That's good. <laughs> do you feel like you're, I mean, would you say that you're a perfectionist? Yes, definitely. Does that come out in different ways, like different things that you do? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, musically it's hard for me because I, for me it's really hard to see, oh, someone just asked what the album is called. It's called An Actor. Um, it's weird because I'm really unsure of myself in certain ways. So I feel like it's hard for me to be direct about um for some reason when it comes to music like i just don't for some reason don't feel like i've had enough experience which is not like i'm just too hard on myself but i i definitely am a perfectionist um yeah what do you mean you know when you you have those feelings like that you might not have enough experience like what do you mean or how do you feel impacted by that uh, I don't know. It just feels weird for me to be like, cause it's my project and it feels weird. Like telling people what to do, even though it's my music. Oh, like bossing people around. Yeah. I mean, not bossing them around, but like, <laughs> okay. Managing like people. people. <laughs> Directing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Weird. Directing people. Um, yeah. I, I always feel like an imposter. I have imposter syndrome uh, all the time when it comes to music. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, oh, let me think if I can remember something else you said that I wanted to ask you about. I might not. I might have to...
Well, can you, let me, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna remember. So can you tell us about like the, is there a theme to the album or what the title is about? Yeah, so the title of the EP is an actor. Um, I, so I got the inspiration for the song, an actor from this book that I had to read for a class in college. Um, it was a literary theory class. I can't remember what exactly we were analyzing about the book, but um, it was the first book I read where the protagonist is never given a name. So we referred to him as an, an actor. Uh -huh. um, and uh, did I say the, the book is called Remainder by Tom McCarthy. I don't know if I said that already. Um, but it's about this guy who has a some kind of traumatic brain injury um, from an accident. You don't know. They don't go into detail. Um, and he basically, from the lawsuit, comes into a ton of money and um, decides to start reenacting moments from his life that he's not even sure have happened to him or not um and throughout the whole novel he keeps talking about how he doesn't feel like he's authentic moving through the world after his accident because he has to try really hard to you know move his body to like walk around to do things that he could normally do before um there's that line about like De Niro showing me how it's done. He like goes to the movies um, and it's a movie that Robert De Niro's in and he's like, oh, Robert De Niro like smoking a cigarette or like performing these actions in the film are more authentic than me doing them like as a human. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just found that super interesting. I actually never, I didn't finish the book in college, but I ordered it recently and I finished it um last year and yeah it's the craziest book i've ever read um in what way just the once it gets into him recreating all these scenarios and it's like to the t like he like buys buildings that have to be the exact they have to look exactly like the buildings in his memory he hires people to play um people in the apartment that he remembers like and they have to do certain actions like and they have to keep repeating the actions until he's like satisfied with the way that they're performed it's huh. it's crazy and then it just keeps progressing from there like it, it gets crazier and crazier the reenactments that he um hires people for and like creates yeah it it's a bonkers novel so do the other songs relate to you know, relate to this theme? Um, or is there a theme? You know, is there an overarching theme or is it more of a collection of sound? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, there are themes about like navigating through the world. Um, the effects of technology on us and the world. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm doing a terrible job. What is what is your relationship with technology these days? Um, I feel like I'm just always glued to a screen, like whether it's for work, uh -huh. whether it's uh, watching stuff. Like I feel like my whole day I'm glued to a screen. Yeah. So okay, work, watching something. Are there certain? How do you feel about? I don't know, social media or Twitter. Are there? Do you have a favorite? What do you want most? Instagram. I actually just made a Twitter last year, and then I made a TikTok. <laughs> I also made a TikTok last uh -huh. year, and then deleted it and re-downloaded it again um, <laughs> last year. But yeah, I'd say Instagram is the one that I'm on the most. Why Instagram, do you think? Uh, I guess it's easily digestible because uh -huh. you're literally scrolling through photos and videos. Um, I compare myself a lot to people. So like, you know, it's inevitable that I go on there to, cause I'm curious about what people are doing or what they look like. Um, yeah. Do you feel that that comparison is just born out of seeing people and what they're presenting and doing? Or do you feel like that it doesn't necessarily not either or, but does that come from maybe a more competitive place where you're, you know, trying to achieve certain things and kind of curious where other people are at? Where do you think that I think comparing is, you know, is so common I and mean, we all do it. Where do you think your comparison is about? Um, yeah, it's definitely competitive, especially doing music. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not at the level that I like want to be right now. Or like, I feel like I've done all these things and I'm not getting so and so attention for what uh -huh. I've done. Um, and you know, al like also just, I think just being on Instagram and seeing like, people that get super famous for just posting cool photos of themselves, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not that attractive, I'm not that cool, like, just, yeah, just self-esteem. That's funny that you said, I think I wrote you a message a while, in fact, I know I did, I wrote you a message a while ago, and I don't know if you remember, but I think you had said something to that effect, like, looking and just feeling like everybody looks so cool, and when I look at your pictures, I'm like, you look amazing, you look so cool, you You've got this incredible way with style and outfits and fashion. You always look incredible in your pictures. So to hear you say that is, is just really interesting, you know? I, I don't want you to feel that way, but um, yeah, you do. Thank you. Yeah, it's hard. I don't, I don't know. I've always been like, I, I've definitely gotten better, but I've always been a very like, uh shy like more quiet like really bad social anxiety um very insecure um and it's definitely gotten better over the years but i still always have that like i've yeah always had issues with self-esteem and social media doesn't make it any better um, no yeah when you say that you know there's it sounds like you have certain goals or kind of an idea of what you want would want your music career to look like. Well, what is that? Do you have an idea of what would mean 
quote success for you? Um, one of the things that I've never done for this project that I would love to do is tour. Uh -huh. Obviously, not. yeah, <laughs> that's not gonna happen for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, so just to be, yeah, I don't know, just to be able to like tour and yeah, just do this. I don't know, be able to live off of it, maybe? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the, that's the goal. Um, yeah. So, to have it be your primary source of income? Yeah. Through, your, through making your own music and touring and album sales and stuff like that. Yeah, I like talking to people about that. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, the word success, I think, is so immediately connected with money um, but, you know, success means so many different things. And just kind of talking to different artists about what would a successful music career look like to you? Is it, do you want to sustain yourself financially or would it just be putting out albums or whatever it looks like? It sounds like you would want to, at bare minimum, be able to pay your rent and... Yeah, I, I don't care about, I don't care about... Fame and glory. Yeah, I don't care about being rich, I just, yeah, as long as I can do what I love, that's all I care about. Do you, I mean, are there, you know, like I said, I think that you, you seem very interested and very talented at um, fashion and, and aesthetic look of, you know, your photography and all that. Is that, are there other which really complements, you know, music. Are there other artistic endeavors that you're interested in apart from music and then, you know, that part of things? Um, I thought about doing fashion design. I, um, when I was in high school, I took a few uh, sewing classes at Marwin. Um, and then I thought about majoring in it. I, I think I did like a semester of fashion design at school, but then I was like, I can do this on the side on my own. And then I've rarely <laughs> touched my sewing machine. I actually made two things. Um, I made like a blouse and a pair of pants last year when I was like in my productive uh -huh. wave. Um, so yeah, definitely clothing and fashion has been another thing that I've been super interested in. I love doing makeup. Um, mm -hmm. At the beginning of last year, I did someone's makeup for a photo shoot that my friend was doing, which was really cool. Um, yeah, and yeah, those are things that I already do for myself, um, you know, when I play music or play shows. Yeah, totally. Do you... Um... If you're thinking about how much do you think about, if any, do you think about, you know, wanting to be successful with music when you're songwriting? Does that enter into any like artistic choices you make at all? Um, not really. I, I feel like when I worry too much about 
um, when I worry too much about what other people are going to think about something that I'm writing or doing, it always turns out bad. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just try to be as like true to myself as I can. Um, yeah, because I always feel like worrying about what other people are going to think of your stuff or trying to make it sound a certain way. It's just always going to come out forced and yeah. What is your songwriting process? Um, it's usually, it's always for the, well, not always, but for the most part, it's lyrics first. Um, huh. and it depends, like I've had songs like an actor that literally came out in one sitting. Um, and then I like sat on it for two weeks and came back to it and like made tweaks. Um, other times it'll be like a verse that comes out or like a phrase that I think of. Um, and then like, I'll keep working off of that. But uh -huh. yeah, lyrics super important to me. That's like my main focus. How do you, that's, a, that's exactly opposite of how I write. So it's hard, how do you <laughs> take right. What? How do you write your stuff? I start with like a riff or something. Sometimes words will come with it, but uh, yeah, it's definitely more the music first. So I'm really interested in how do you, is, do you have a method or a process where you try to figure out music that will go with the lyrics? How do you do that? Um, I'm really meticulous about like the rhythm and like cadence of words and phrases. Um, I guess I like sometimes I'll try to like hum the or like say the lyrics out loud and see if there's like some kind of rhythm that uh -huh. I can figure out um, with my guitar because I usually I always use my guitar to accompany except for I think everything's great I wrote on a keyboard um but yeah I basically just try to figure out like a rhythm that goes with what I'm singing and uh -huh. like then like a chord progression from there um or sometimes like I'll kind of know uh, like vaguely like what melody would work with the lyrics that I've written. Mm -hmm. Depends, but yeah, usually it's like that. And so did you say that you, you know, you have this EP coming out on Friday and do you, did you say you have another like full album's worth of songs that you're working on right now? Yeah, actually in March, I booked dates with um, Michael and we're gonna try to finish the album, but it's like, yeah, it's maybe like 60, 70% done. Yeah. More, but yeah. Does it, is it differ at all from the an actor like sound or, I don't wanna say that it's just more of the same, but did you, try new instruments or change anything? 
it's definitely more pop like some of the songs are more pop oriented uh -huh. um a little bit more upbeat than <laughs> the songs on my ep uh -huh. are um yeah it's like a lit like a tiny bit more electronic i guess than uh the ep um and i feel like the songs are still cohesive but they're more varied um like genre wise from mm -hmm. song to song um yeah i feel like with ep with the ep it's like more of a world but the album feels more like snapshots sure yeah. yeah totally um let's see i want to ask before we is there anything else that you you know wanted to i know i had checked in with you before is there anything else that you wanted to let people know about the ep i, I definitely want you to share um where they can get it but first i want to ask you before we kind of wrap up and let everybody know all that, that do you have any you know part of music therapy is being mindful of mental health right now and has anything in particular been helpful for you in getting through you know the the cold dark days of february is there anything that you do like i go for walks i find that very helpful is there anything that you do oh, that and i'm so bad about it going for walks yeah like an hour-long walk every day but i'm so bad about it i I'm not consistent with it, but that's definitely something that is very good. Yeah. Is there anything else that you do that? I mean, you said earlier, you said you just lean into it. And I think that's a coping mechanism. Just <laughs> feel your, feel it until you don't feel it anymore. Is there anything yeah. else that you find helpful you could share? Um, I think also like taking a shower and just like getting dressed helps me like get out of a funk also like it just makes you feel I mean obviously it like refreshes you but I think it helps kind of reset mm -hmm. um your mind yeah like putting together an outfit for a day for the day or something like that yeah help totally well where can people so an actor comes out this Friday and where can people find find your music um everywhere it's on bandcamp um spotify i think it's on apple music uh soundcloud um yeah it's under, gonna, oh, sorry. sorry it's under it's under the name claude right c-l-a-u-d-e yeah yeah under claude i also decided to have merch done so i'm gonna have t-shirts and tote bags and i have vinyl made which is really exciting that's well great. it's all but yeah that's great well congratulations i can't wait to hear the whole thing thank and you so much thank you for being on the show and just sharing how you're doing and how are things going and hopefully the days will get longer and warmer <laughs> soon <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, um, thank everybody for watching and joining. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. And um, 
I'm going to skip next week because it's Songwriter Club. Next Wednesday night is Songwriter Club. And so, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping to be back the following week. Uh, check out my website, jessicarisker.com, where I put up, coming up guests and that kind of stuff. Thank you very much, Claudia. Thank and you. hope you guys are doing well. And uh, see you soon. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> Bye.